Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. We're cutting this episode literally minutes after cutting the last one, and my voice already sounds a little bit better. From this valley, they say you are going. Yeah, because it's I've been improving. talking. Well, it's been nice to be well, on with you. We're never on together, so it's, this Thank is good. You. It's nice to be on with you too, Logan. <laughs> really good to see you. Really good to see you. That sounded weird. Anyways, <laughs> I had coffee in my system too, which is kind of pumping me up. My my theory whenever I get sick or fight a cold is basically a tremendous amount of caffeine combined with as like over the counter drugs to combat whatever is probably pro- yeah, the problem. I will say you and I are very opposite on that. Um, you like go all out when you have anything. You're yeah, like, I, I I want it fixed immediately. Yeah, you're I'm, like give I'm, me all the give me all the medication. Give me all give the, me all the gonna say drugs. Yeah, I was gonna say drugs. Give me all the drugs. I'm I, yeah, I do. I I mean, I, now you know I'm not a I don't I hate. I mean, I'm not a big like go to the doctor and get his stuff. It's just like right. I'm going over to the counter. I mean, Theraflu at night. I'm sleeping great. I'm waking up in the morning. I'm taking my Dayquil. I'm popping my ibuprofen. I'm blah blah blah. I mean, coffee. I'm like, let's go. I got, no time, I got no time to be run down. And then sometimes it gets bad and it just crushes you and I'm in bed. It's like it's over. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. But nah, I don't have time right now. I got no time for that nonsense. So I'm pushing through. Well, what do you have time for? What's going on in your life? I know you mm. just uh, you just ran mm. a, a big race recently. You huge. talked about that, though. Yeah, but... I already talked about that. So what's the next big goal? Man, I have a huge one, but I'm not really ready to talk about it publicly. Okay. It's a big one for 2023. Okay. Well, so it's I mean, it's running. I have a running goal for 2023. Um, so much so that I, that I've engaged a, uh, engaged kind of a, a coach to do a program for training. So that's something that I'm looking at big time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a stretch goal. We'll see. What do you all like to do for the holidays then? Man, I love to, I love the holidays. I okay. am really excited about the holidays. Thanksgiving. I mean, it's just count the blessings, right? I mean, this is. And and I'm that guy. Like if I run into somebody and they, and I suspect they don't have a place to go. I'm like, come to our house. Come on over. Yeah, all that stuff. I That's mean, fantastic. I can't wait to have a big Thanksgiving meal. I bought my turkey the other day. Had to get it because the murmur is, which I think is garbage, but murmur is that you know big turkeys are in short supply. Oh, they really? They don't look in short supply to me. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I mean, they were everywhere. So I bought mine, Walmart. I have an unbelievable turkey recipe. I cook it in a bag, all the fixings. You have like five things that are like you're the best ever at. Marshmallows. Oh, I'm, yeah. Come on. I mean, that's not even close. I, I can cook a mellow. I cook a mellow like people. And I, you were one of them. You were oh, like, yeah. they don't cook a mellow. I cook a mellow. I put it in the fire, burn the thing. And then I cooked one mellow for you. You had it on your tongue and you were like, I think it got mellow. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just really good. Melts. It was really good, but it, it took you twenty minutes. But it was really good. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's <laughs> worth it. There's an art to mellows. I mean, and when I get around, and I was so proud. My kids went to a cook campfire or whatever. My oldest son a while back, and he goes, "Dad, is you won't believe this." He goes, "I cooked everyone mellows, and they loved it." <laughs> yeah, mellows, uh, dry rub. Uh, baby back ribs, slow roasted in the oven. I mean, fall off the bone. We have a funny story about that in our house that when our when our children come home eventually and they bring a date, if they ask us to make the ribs, it's serious. 
Oh, that's serious. It's game on. Yeah, so we hopefully have a many, many years for that. Uh, turkey, uh, but that's about it. I don't have okay. much after that. Boy, I could listen to the sound of sizzle all day long. It's pretty relaxing. What do you got? You're you're uh well you were a guac guy. I mean you are. No, a, I'm not a guac. You guy. are a guac guy. I am no longer a guac guy. So I was a guac guy. I thought I made good guac. Um, and then I had your wife's guac, and Brandy's blew mine out of the water. Okay, but side note, Brandy got her guac recipe from Daniel. Well, Daniel has been supplying me with the recipes. If anybody's nice. a good cook, it's Daniel. Daniel's he has got yeah, he's, he's a very fire good cook. cook but yeah, very good cook. Yeah, I don't know. I make um, I make really good mac and cheese. That's probably yeah. I, I make a really good mac and cheese. There's an uh, art form. Grandma's that. recipe. It's good cheese, like you use real homemade cheese. homemade cheese. How well, you, not homemade, homemade cheese. Not homemade cheese, but I <laughs> I make it like smooth and you know yeah. mix a bunch of different cheeses. Yeah, of together. course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's so, fun. Okay, that's probably that's probably up there. I I do you do any tradition? I could talk about this stuff for hours, <laughs> but uh, obviously we do the Thanksgiving dinner. But we have two traditions uh, traditionally around Christmas. Christmas Eve, we will typically make um, beef Wellington, and we'll use Gordon Ramsay's recipe. You can look that up on your face on YouTube. It's kind of funny because he's like, "You make fillet well, uh, you know, beef Wellington with fillet." You know, anyways, he's just amazing. The fillet is the leanest and the most expensive cut of beef. And then in the morning we do eggs Benedict. That sounds. Awesome. It's unreal. Yeah, that it's, really it's good. gosh. Yeah, you know, food. I Christmas tradition we always do um, brunch. That's kind of what my mom always does is, mm-hmm. is brunch. This year I'll have new traditions now that I'm married. Um, we have a tradition yeah, going. <laughs> That'll be the new tradition. <laughs> well, the last few years we have a, we have a tradition of doing, we kind of host Friendsgiving. So oh, Hannah fun. and I will ho- host a Friendsgiving for everybody. And then, um, you know, we'll do the shuffle this year where we go to both families' houses and figure all that out and stuff. And the cats play a uh, big game. Big game, Big game. On, uh, yeah, U of L on Saturday. Saturday after after Thanksgiving. Anyways, it's just a wonderful time of year. We can get over the sickness. Jeez. All right, let's go. I I uh, who do, who's our caller? <laughs> Leah, Leah. Leah. We got to get to this question. Wow. All right, Leah. What do you got? D I Y. Hello, my name is Leah from Minnesota. I am a retail college graduate, and I am looking at purchasing or leasing a car. I, the issue is that my income is minimal right now as I am spending the majority of my time studying for the MCAT to get into medical school within the next year or two. So the only job I have is a part-time job working 15 to 20 hours a week. I do need a car, so I'm wondering what is the smartest option for me? Would it be to lease a car? Or purchase a more rundown car that then I can drive until it ends up breaking on me. Um, I'm just wondering if you guys have any advice of which route you would recommend for me. Thank you. Wow, this is a great question, Leah. I'm so glad you asked uh, the question. I know that about mm, six or seven weeks ago or so, Daniel and Logan did a did a pretty good episode about breaking down regarding leasing and buying an automobile. I view this totally different. And the reason I view this totally different is you're in a you're in a spot where you got to kind of make you got to weigh the pros and cons on a financial decision that is a, a, a stopgap in a longer, broader plan that you have. 
So uh, first of all, I commend you. You're you know college graduate. You're working uh, when you can. You're studying for the MCAT. You're going to go to medical school. You you know probably going to have hundreds of thousand dollars in loans, and you know you're going to work your butt off. You're going to you know have an unbelievable ROI on that. I have some variant views. People think that you know a couple hundred thousand student loans is ridiculous. It is if you get a liberal arts degree, in my opinion. But if you go in for medical, medical, and and you uh, you know hunker down and pay that sucker off, you're gonna you're gonna be very glad um, that you're in that profession. Now, personally, I, I've thought about this question a lot, and I and I'm gonna kind of approach it the way I would. And this is my personality. So, and I've done this in the past. I, I've had to do things like this in the past. So I I'm not gonna put a lot of you know finances behind it or like you know math behind it but because it's a stopgap meaning my my guess is when you go to medical school you're not going to work and you're going to live on campus or maybe close to campus and you may not even need a car at that time that's my guess i could be totally wrong in that i mean it'd be a nice luxury but you know you're you're going to be in medical school like that's your life for however many years and you do a fellowship and whatever you're going to you're going to that's going to be your life so it's right now in this transportation. I think the first thing I would do is I would evaluate is, you know, is the part-time job while you're studying for this MCAT that you then have to drive to. I think the only financial things I would say is, is that worthwhile? Like, I mean, okay, I have to drive across town for this job and I'm going to get a car and I'm going to spend X. Does, does that make financial sense? And you might live down the street from a restaurant that you could walk to at night and pick up a couple of shifts. I, I don't know. That's out of the – that's weird. That, that's like – that's out of left field. But that would be the first thing I'd think about. I'd, I'd be going, okay, you know, what does that look like um, as far as the job is concerned? I think, though, if you said, no, it's a great job. I, I, I've been there a long time, part-time, whatever, and I want to keep that job, and it pays well, and I just need transportation. I think I would try to find the cheapest – somewhat and i stress somewhat reliable automobile for this stopgap now if you had a job and you had full-time employment and you were pursuing i would not say this i would have a totally different opinion but i think you got to duct tape this sucker until you get into medical school and if you sell it for a thousand dollars after that great but the thing I would try to be resourceful about is I would be resourceful in that, do you know car people? And what I mean by that, do you have a friend that knows cars inside and out? And the reason is, is if you go look for an automobile, and you can find them. I mean, you can find them out there. People are selling cars. I saw a truck the other day. I was actually interested in it. <laughs> then I'm like, I don't need a truck. <laughs> and I drove on. But it was like $1,500, and it was like a Ford, you know, 250 at $250. But it was like... 20 years old, you know, whatever. And I, I, I have visions like me being on a farm and carting the whatever with my dogs. I don't have any of that. I don't have a farm. I don't have dogs. I, I have none of that. But it's like, oh, that it flashed before your eyes. Yeah, for a I was like, oh, I, maybe I need that. I didn't need it. I moved on. But I mean, it was like $1,500. I mean, it was, you know, so I, I always, I always love when I run into somebody and there's two kinds of people. There's more than two kinds of people, but, but I'm just going to say two. There's somebody who rolls up in like a 25-year-old Honda because it's a stopgap and it's what they could afford and, and it works for them right now. And it's a pain in the butt. It's going to need work. It's going to leak. It's going to this. It's going to that. The air conditioner is not going to work. Whatever. Who cares? It's a short-term solution. Then there's a person who rolls up in a 25-year Honda because they're too cheap just to 
go out and get a reliable automobile and they're just going to stay stuck in that frustration level. of. And I think that's ridiculous, assuming they have a full-time job, etc. But right now, personal opinion, you're not making an investment in an automobile at all. You're making an investment in your future, and your future is medical school. Get the MCAT, etc. Find the cheapest possible Get a bike, maybe, but find the cheapest possible mode of transportation. It's going to break down. It's going to cause you problems, whatever, but that that's what I would do personally, and I've done it, and it's, and it's a pain in the butt, and I don't ever want to go back to it, but I've done it. I'm not your ordinary, everyday fool, okay? Now, I'd like my Antarctic Blue Super Sports Wagon right now, and if you can't get it for me, I'm going to take my business elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, I think paying a million dollars to lease depending, I mean, you could run the math and see what that looks like, would be more difficult and probably more money out of your pocket than kind of duct taping the situation like you're talking about. I actually have uh, quite a few friends that are in medical school. I'd say three of my five best friends are in medical school or coming out Are they all going to be future clients or what? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Once they get out of debt. Yeah, well, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. But I think what Quint's saying about medical school is so true. You're not going to have a job. You're going to be very close to campus. Um, and your, your work is going to be walking to campus, studying, and then going to residency on campus. So it's basically two year time period or one year. If you do well on your MCAT, you get in, in this cycle, it's a one year time period that you just need to strap something together and, and make it work. Agreed. I, I couldn't agree more and it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult, but Keep your eyes peeled. Again, I think it's critical, though, to have somebody who can do a once-over. You Absolutely. know, you find a $1,500 automobile, and you look at it, and he comes up, and he goes, no, this is, you're going to end up putting 3000 in this in the next couple of months. You don't want that. You you want, you know, you want the, you know, the little old lady who's kept the Honda in her garage for, for 15 and they're hard to find. It's going to be difficult, but you can find it. You right. can do it. You're resourceful. That's the route I would go, personally speaking. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't have too much to add to it. I, I think having an advisor, having someone that can come with you and, and look at it is crucial. When we went through, when we were building the business and and money was tight and all the rest, I sold my car. I needed the, the cash and I got a bike. And for a very short period of time, I would ride my bike to the office. Cool. Are you kidding me? I love getting on the back of a motorcycle. My boyfriend in college drove a motorcycle. Yeah, I bet that was cool. I ride a bike, bikes, bicycle, bicycle. Oh, that was not good when you were uh, – we lived close to the office, thankfully, but I had a 9 o'clock meeting, and it's 85 degrees out, and I rode in, <laughs> and I'm sweating, and I'm like, okay, this isn't going to work. Yeah. So in very short order, I got another automobile, but, I mean, I've done things like that. Well, I mean, I, 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 I feel it. for Leah because I, <laughs> I told you this story earlier this week. Um, I had my car broke down into in a – gas station parking lot. Um, I pushed it off to the side and I, I debated, okay, I call a tow truck, take it to the shop, pay a thousand bucks to get whatever it is fixed. So I call my brother. He's my car guy. Uh, I call him and I'm like, okay, what do you think? He's like, well, I think it might be this. So we go to AutoZone and then we spend four hours in the parking lot of the gas station replacing this part. I drove my car to work today. So hey, well, yeah. All right, Leah, good luck uh, with that. Keep us posted. Love to know what you decided to do and how it played out. Um, and sometimes, look, sometimes you just got to be crafty. I mean, that's all part of the game and make wise decisions. But sometimes you got to patch things together. Again, not the advice or not the suggestion I would make 
if you had a full-time job and you were looking for reliable transportation. It just isn't. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm okay with somebody getting a car loan to get a good automobile. You know, I, I'm perfectly fine with that. All right. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.